Varner, your host of the She Needs Grit podcast. I am really, really pumped up for what I have in store for you this year. We are going to be diving into some amazing entrepreneurial stories. We're going to be talking all about how you can build your business, how you can have a business that supports the exact ideal dream life you're trying to create for yourself and your family and how you can do it while you make buckets of money. So settle in, buckle up, get some caffeine, and let's get started for 2023. Good morning, everybody. This is Sam Barno, your host of She Needs Grit Podcast. We have a guest today, so I'm always so, so excited to have somebody on the podcast and talk about all of the things that you need to know as a business owner, as a woman out there in the world, making money and figuring it out. So, Diane, thank you so much for joining me this morning, and let's let's chat a little bit. Let's chat. Thank you so much for having me, Sam. Um, I'm excited to be talking with you. Yes, me too. I love these are, this is the number one reason to have a podcast, I think, is getting to have conversations. So I'm really excited we're doing it. That's right. Yeah. So tell me, before we get started, for anybody who doesn't know who you are or what you're doing, give us a little bit of a, tell me a little story about how you ended up here and who you are. And then we'll, and then we'll chat. Sure. Well, I will tell you, I am a corpreneur at heart. So a lot of folks are not really familiar with that term, but corpreneur is like somebody that's working in corporate and they have their own business at the same time. So I've always wanted to be independent in that sense and have my own business, but there's something about working in corporate that I actually enjoy. And, um, I work in sales, so I love I love being in that in that space, and I love being a consultant to my customers and helping them. So I basically am somebody that works with other entrepreneurs and help them to maximize their finances because you know we get all caught up in the hustle and bustle with what's going on on the job because you know we want to do the best that we can on that job, and then we've got our own business and we're trying our best to make money with that but our finances just kind of get left in the wayside. And a lot of times, you know, we're, we're caught up in spending the money that we make on that nine to five to (laughs) run that business instead of that business paying us. So, so there are a lot of important lessons and, and tools and nuggets that I like to share with my clients. I love that. So when did you start, when did you kind of move from, being put somebody in corporate, have you always had a business on, we're going to say on the side, not a side hustle guys, but have you always had a business on the side or was there just a turning point for you that you're like, Oh no, I also have this interest. Yes. I will say I always had a side hustle. I always had something else going on. And part of that is, is just my human nature. I have to stay mm-hmm. busy. I have to stay challenged. I have to not just saying busy for the sake of being busy, but I have to feel like I am putting something out there in the world where I'm really making a difference and having an impact and helping others. So 
if I did not have that, let me tell you, I would be doing that nine to five, 24 seven. I started doing it a little more seriously because I needed balance with that nine to five because I was all swallowed up in it. You know, it's like mm-hmm. you live and breathe my corporate life. And it's like, you know what? I need to do something for me. And mm-hmm. then it was just, it just got formalized really around the pandemic. And okay. it was born out of fear, like fear of losing my job and fear of my husband losing his and fear of what, you know, everybody's kind of on lockdown. What mm-hmm. this, this was, that was like an awakening for me. Like time to get serious. Yeah, I think that was, that was a time for, I think a lot of us that whether it was the beginning of something, but I think for a lot of us, it was like, oh, oh no. Okay. I need to be more serious about what I'm doing. Um, I've heard more people talk about, they paid off debt. They like buckled down on their finances in a way that they hadn't because they'd just been kind of living life and not paying attention and kind of being like, ah, it'll always be there. Right. That confidence. Right. And then realizing like, oh, shit, maybe it won't. And I have some self-control here. Like I have, mm-hmm. I think what is very cool, and I know that these are the circles you and I run in, right, is we are in a lot of places watching people do business, right? Watching yes. them grow business and doing it and doing it with families and doing it with corporate jobs and all of that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um And I think the more we can bring that message to the people that maybe yet don't have that circle, right? They haven't realized that they have a lot more control over their financial destiny than the 2.5% raise or the 5% raise or whatever it might be in the corporate world, Mm -hmm. that that's not the only way to grow your financial wealth, right? Absolutely. Um, it's, It's not only is it not the only way, there are, there are, there's money that we're leaving on the table if we mm-hmm. don't look at other options out there, such as investing in real estate, for instance, is a major yeah. one. There are so many tax deductions that are wrapped up with owning and investing real estate that we don't maximize. But then mm-hmm. also, uh, it's very important that we have our own business because if you are a uh, if you have a home-based business, there are right now 475 tax deductions, which, you know, a good deal of that would probably apply to you and I and, mm-hmm. just, you know, regular citizens out there that don't realize the things that we do with that W-2, we're not able to write those off. You know, you can't write right. off driving to work or having that meal uh, at lunchtime or, you know, any of the other things that we do, we sh- the things that we purchase, we cannot write that off. Whereas with your business, your home-based business, you can write it off more than likely if it's related to business. So yeah. of course I'm speaking very high level without getting into the, the weeds of, of it. Of course. But 475 tax deductions, you know. <laughs> There's going to be one or two that apply to well, just about definitely. everybody, right? Definitely. Yeah. And and I think the the message even bigger than like, okay, yes, tax deductions are good. We love that, right? Any way that we can pay a little bit less taxes, I'm here for that. Um, but the bigger message, right, mm-hmm. is what you can do when you get those tax deductions. That means more money in our pockets, right? Right, right. Which 
talk about like, let's talk about the impact there. Like, why, why are you so passionate about what you do? Because I know it's not the tax deductions. It's not the tax deductions, right? Yeah. <laughs> I talk about tax deductions. It's because people about- love it. It's such a good hook. People are like tax deductions. Okay, let's talk. You but know, really, it's a means to an end, right? It is. I, you know, a lot of folks don't realize it's the second biggest bill after their, after their the roof over their head is what we pay yep. in taxes. But just imagine if you did not have to pay for that roof over your head, or if you didn't have to pay as much, or maybe you got back double, what would you do with that money? Well, mm-hmm. you know, I teach folks and I love, I, lo- I get excited when I talk about this, but how do you make that money work for you so that you can do what you really love? You know, if that's hanging out with the family, if that's um, spending time uh, in Mexico or, or traveling the world, if it just allows you freedom to make the choices that you want to make. You know, you don't have to stay stuck in a job that you don't like or you just mm-hmm. miserable going to every day. You don't have to um, just submit to things that are not aligned with your purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's where that freedom comes in from being able to make the choices that are aligned with you. So that that's, yeah. that's a big deal for me. Oh, it's such a big deal. It is such a big deal, right? It should be a big deal to everybody because I think, mm-hmm. I think those of us that I think a lot of people that listen to this podcast and a lot of people I run across were corporate people at one point. So whether you're still in that corporate world and doing double duty or whether you were in that corporate world before, so often the reason we start businesses is because A, we're like, well, I can do it better than the people I'm working for, right? <laughs> or... Yeah. Or there's got to be more to my day than just this drudgery where I'm like really dragging my butt in to work and out and feeling unfulfilled. And I think so many entrepreneurs go wrong in that they accidentally build themselves a business that is a carbon copy of a corporate job, right? A crappy corporate job. We're going to call it that because I don't think there's, I, I think there's a lot of corporate jobs out in the world that are amazing, but so many times without intention, they create entrepreneurship in a way that is exactly the same. It is like, I'm chained to my desk. I have to work all the time. I can't make enough money with the hours I have. So I work more hours and it's like, holy smokes, guys. Yeah. That's, that's the mission that I have is to say to people, a business without profit is a hobby and it's a damn expensive Absolutely. hobby. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Yeah, I think that's I think that's why you and I connected so like instantly. It was like yes, right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're speaking the same language. We are talking yeah. about the same systemic problems in mm-hmm. the workforce, right? Let's mm-hmm. say that. And I think one of the other pieces that I'm really passionate about is women, in particular, being able to be financially independent, not because we can't have an excellent partner in our lives and be, you know, right. all of that, right? right? Not to not to diss on that exact thing that does occur. But mm-hmm. more often than not, what we see is spouses die before us a lot. Sorry, guys, if you're listening, it's just statistics. Um, statistics, yes. It's just statistics. But so many women are in that position where they are not really – 
comfortable or confident in taking care of themselves. And I think we rely on the corporate job, the salary, the spousal income, the security of all of that sometimes to our own detriment. And then if you have a business that's thriving and profitable and you know how to make money, that eliminates any of that. So if you ever run into some hiccup down the road, you're in a position to actually do something about it. And you're not starting at the beginning because it's, you know, it can be a bit tough at the beginning. Um, and I think that's so critical. I look at that that piece, right? The like women being able to be independent. And then I look at, I can't remember whoever said this to me. I don't know. It was a past coach or somebody, but okay. somebody said to me, when you have a corporate job, you have one client. When you're an entrepreneur, you have as many clients as you have. So you can get fired by a client and have yeah. it be like, yeah, not great, but okay. Right. That is absolutely the case. You're Wherever you're working in that W-2, that is your client and that is how you 100%. perceive it. And so you are, you are in essence selling your services to that client and, mm-hmm. and you want to represent yourself well, as you would with, mm-hmm. with the rest of the world, but that's one. And that may be yeah. your main major client, but you have a whole world out here who, who also could benefit from whatever blessings you have on them you know? Yeah. So they need to realize that, that they have more to offer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that like, freedom though. There's something to be said for freedom and there is, right. It's, it's empowering, right. It gives a sense of purpose. Like there is, um, I remember being a little girl, like, I don't know how old I would have been, maybe 12, 13, 14, somewhere in there. And thinking like, ooh, I can't wait to have the corporate job and wear the suits and the high heels and have a briefcase. No. A briefcase always played a very big role in that <laughs> fantasy for me. And mm-hmm. now I look at it and it's like, A, high heels, okay, I do them under duress, but not often. <laughs> there are no briefcases, people. Like, I I don't have a briefcase. And it I don't have a fancy- back in the day. I don't know for It was. Now. Shoulder pads and briefcases. Uh-huh. And- I think like the amount of freedom I have now and the amount of, mm-hmm. I don't even know, self-ownership over, over the direction, knowing that like I could pivot my business a little bit this way, a little bit that way at any given moment and right. continue moving forward. Um, it, it is freedom. It, it is freedom. And I think the more people out in the world that create that for themselves, but then actually like go after it big time, right? As you said, right? Not doing it kind of half-assed. Right. Absolutely. You are representing yourself and, you know, all the gifts that God gave you. It's like, why would you half work that, you know? Yeah. And why would you work it completely to line somebody else's pocketbook? Because we all know from those, you know, looking at those corporate jobs, like when you were in that stage of like, whoops, I'm accidentally working all of the hours I have available to me for this corporate job. You start to realize when you do the math, especially in a sales job, hold on a minute. Mm -hmm. I am making this amount of revenue for this business and my salary or my bonuses or my commission or however you're structured is, is a portion of that. 
right? And for many reasons it is, and often completely legitimate reasons. But there comes that point where you go, hold on. Hmm. Some of my time could be spent and I could be making all of the benefit of that time. Right. Yeah. Right. And the other the other opposite dynamic that happens is the more you make on that W two, the more the 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 less you're really making. You know, the more the the government (laughs) will take. It it Mm -hmm. just it just works out that way. So you're you're racing and killing yourself to get up, but then you put yourself in this another tax bracket. Now you're at thirty percent, you know, something something ridiculous. And it's it's like time to get at some point you gotta get out that rat race and Mm -hmm. say you know, that's, this is, this is something I could be doing for myself when I'm yeah. working for myself and I can just do what I'm really aligned with, whatever mm-hmm. God's purpose is for me. Yeah. How did you, how did you take that plunge and make it like, okay, now we're serious. Like what were the transition steps for you to go from like side hustle, hobby jobby situation on the side yeah. to no, for real, I'm, I'm doing this. Well, I actually sought out a financial coach and got the formal education, you know, first I was doing everything free, like the free YouTube videos, the free, Mm -hmm. you know, Instagram, the free, free TikTok. I was just like all the free universities out there. I was doing that and just piecing things together. But Mm -hmm. when you have a finance coach or a business coach and, you know, people like us that put the entire holistic picture together then it just gives you a whole different perspective so i just decided to make that investment in myself so that i can Mm -hmm. help my family and the people that i love and other women out there who are struggling right now so that that really it was the pandemic that scared me into that (laughs) (laughs) like i've got to do something different and stop talking about it and make it real and so getting Ooh. that formal education was was critical. Oh, and stop talking about it and do it. Like, could that not be the bumper sticker of everybody's lives? Yes. yes. Right? In probably more than one facet. Like, how many of us are, are doing that in multiple areas, right? So good. So yes. when your clients come to you and you're helping them, walk us through that. What does that look like? Well, as I've mentioned before, we look at a holistic picture of your finances. So a lot of folks say, well, just look at, I'll just give you what's going on with the side hustle, or I'm just going to give you what's going on with the business. Really, I need to look at all of your sources of income because there may be opportunities to maximize whatever it is that you're doing there. We look at your debt. We look at assets. We look at the full net worth. And then we talk about what your goals are and we marry the two to see how we can get a realistic budget Mm -hmm. um, to get you started. But then once we've got that budget situated, a lot of folks don't want to hear that. It's like the B word. Um, Yeah. It's like a dirty word word for sure. People are like, I can't buy ice cream with (laughs) Yeah, when I want to, but having a budget in place is very important. Once we get past that, then we're, really strategizing about what we want to, how we want to prioritize your goals and what it's going to mm-hmm. take to get you there. So it's, um, it's a very exciting journey to be on with my clients and to see them grow and prosper and get that freedom that they've always wanted. Yeah. 
do you think I always found when I used to do financial planning, I always found the most interesting thing was almost never were people in as dire a situation as they thought they were, right? There's a lot of hesitation to look at our numbers. And we talk about that on the podcast all the time in business, but I think it's same holds true in personal. I don't think we're any better looking over there. And I think often when you take the time to go through with somebody like line by line by line, it is never as bad as you think. And also it's not as scary to move forward from there, but it's this, this gray shifty area of unknown that Mm -hmm. makes it impossible to make decisions. And then you're constantly second guessing, am I doing the right thing? And you honestly cannot possibly answer that without having gone through the process of looking at everything. Right. Right. It's a painful process. Let me tell you, because especially if you're looking through a haze and you're used to that haze, Mm-hmm. And it, it covers up all the pain, you know, yeah. if we just, we kind of, we're comfortable in our own haze. But then yeah. when you look at, all right, how much would you get at retirement age? What is your retirement age? What, what are you really spending money on right now? You know, what, what are you really making? A lot of folks are making a ton of money, but they have mm-hmm. nothing to show for it, nothing left over. And they're yeah. still caught up in this credit card cycle that um, eventually catches up with you. So so knowing your numbers is the absolutely first step to fixing the problem. And that's what we're- And I think that it is, right? And that's part of the reason why I think hiring somebody, getting help in that is you have somebody to hold your hand, right? You have somebody to be like, listen, this might be- horrible. It might be absolutely hideous if we open this pile of worms, but we can go forward from here, confidently making decisions moving forward. Right. And those might be no more ice cream for a little while, or it might be, yeah, you can buy ice cream. You're fine. Chill out. You're okay. This is okay. Exactly. It's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Look, especially when you have your own business, you you can possibly write off that ice cream. So it's, you know, (laughs) Share it with clients, people. Come on. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's just understanding where you stand. Where are yeah. you right now? And even though it is painful, it, you feel so much more. It's like it's like a whoopsa, you know? I feel so yeah. much better because now I know where I stand. All right. Now I know what I need to do next. Now I know what to focus on. And yeah. it just not, it, then you get excited about it because you see that there is a way out. And I don't care, Sam, you know, this is, it doesn't matter how bad your situation is. It does not right. matter. You can always take it to the next level and improve. Yeah. Especially when, especially when you can open your mind to earning income in ways beyond a paycheck beyond the W-2, right? That is the part where when we're in that kind of like restricted area of the only way I can do it is maybe I need to get a raise at my job or maybe I need to get a new job, right? Move out to move up, right? Which of course are great strategies and ones that I'm sure Mm -hmm. come up because sometimes that is the exact right solution. But those are two out of like 975,000 that you could be doing today, right? Right now today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, I think that like 
I don't know. I think if, if people are driving, I always assume people are driving because that's when I listen to podcasts. But if people are yeah. driving and they're listening to this and they're thinking like, okay, first off, I have a job. I don't love it or mm-hmm. I do love it, mm-hmm. but it's not the be all and end all. And it's certainly not endless wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Like, what is that first thing? What's the first step? that they need to take in this process to just blow their own minds a little bit in what's possible? I think they would need to search inside and see what it is that they can do, what they can bring to the world. What are they passionate about? What, what aligns with, with them and their goals in life um, outside of that W-2? Mm-hmm. And really focus on that. And then how can you make that a legitimate business? I would say have those thoughts and and inner conversations and really meditate and pray on that. And number two, then Sam would be to get a coach because sometimes, you know, we waste a lot of time with everything being scrambled in our head and Mm -hmm. somebody who is trained and, and has the expertise in this area to just kind of lay it out for us where we can see yeah. it and we're working together in partnership, you know, mm-hmm. that, I would say those are the two main things that they need to do. Like, and they can do that starting today. Yeah. And I love, I love the focus on, this isn't about necessarily like jamming your current skills, like what you currently do as your occupation into a business. Sometimes that's going to be the right. thing that you love. Right. Right. But sometimes it's going to be something that deviates completely from that, but that allows you to be who you really, really are, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we talk, we talk a lot on this podcast, and I talk to my clients about the fact that we're working towards businesses that support our life, right? So the business is the supporting cast to who you are and what you're trying to create in the world, which is not just work. Um, we can get caught up in work a little bit, but it's not just work. It is, who do you want to be? How do you want to show up with intention? Who are you? Who are you? And yeah, who are you? And those sometimes honestly can be the hardest questions mm-hmm. for some of us, um, type a people who like lists and tactics and strategies. Um, sometimes that question, like, who am I? What am I trying to build here in my life? Not in my business. I can answer the business thing all day long. Right. Right. Really easily. <laughs> right. Um, but who am I and what am I trying to build takes a little more effort. So it's worth sitting down and whether you're a journaling person or whether you're a talk to your phone voice memo, right? And just like right. go for a walk with your dog and talk out loud like a crazy lady. It's totally fine. <laughs> um, and just do that, right? Like muse on it a little bit until you feel like you've come across that piece because that's what keeps you going and working towards it being profitable yes is that passion right it's that passion it's got to start there yeah yeah don't shoehorn yourself into another job that is not going to work well absolutely yeah yeah okay i loved this i think we could talk all day we could literally do a 24 hour straight podcast like some sort of you know those pbs things (laughs) i am so grateful we got to do this and i hope that um 
I hope that the listeners are inspired and realizing yes. how how many different ways maybe they need to kind of take a little peek at and decide, am I doing everything I could be doing? And maybe that's from just those tax deductions. Maybe that's from building a business outside of where their corporate job is, right? Yes. And and you know what? There are so many different strategies. Like you said, how many 900 something, 50 something thousand different ways? I feel like that. Yes, yep. something like that. So you know, don't be intimidated or feel trapped. Like you have to do one thing um, yeah. just because this is what you've been doing all your life. You know, yep. the, the world really is at your feet. And so it's, it's you deciding what you want to do and who you are mm-hmm. and what re- represents that best. Yeah. So good. Okay. Yes. So for <laughs> listeners that, for listeners that are like, I mean, you're speaking directly to me. I need to get a hold of you. Where do you want people to find you? What is the best place for them to connect with you to learn more about what you do and maybe take a look at that gray financial area that they have in the corner? Yes. So they can email me at info at stayhungryclub.com. Info at stayhungryclub.com. Um, and I will return my messages within 24 to 48 hours. So I would love to connect and schedule a one, one-to-one with folks and see how I can help. Yeah, that's perfect. And guys, I'll make sure that that is, that um, the email address is in the show notes so you can definitely track Diane down and just get sorted in the financial space and, and just start to believe what's possible and having that be an expansion from where you are right now. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on today, Sam. This is, like I said, I could talk to you forever about this topic and others, but Mm -hmm. it's it's been so much fun. We got to do it again. (laughs) Yeah. A hundred percent. I feel like there are many more topics we can cover. I'm so grateful that you were able to make the time today and come on. And I know that the listeners for She Needs Grit are going to be really excited about this chat. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening and spending your time at the She Needs Grit podcast. I would be ever so grateful if you would be able to leave me a review or share this episode with somebody that you know needs to listen to these lessons as well. Thank you so much.